Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing It. I, like always, am your host, Adam. This is episode 192, and I have the one, the only, David Newmark on the podcast today by my lonesome. David, how you doing tonight? I am doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So unlike the other 70% of Heroic players out there, David and I are not going to Worlds. It was not in the cards for us this year. I have a wedding going on this weekend, so I couldn't make it. David also mentioned earlier before we started recording that he's got some work stuff that he has to go through. But it sounds like a lot of people are headed down to Memphis either today or tomorrow. We've got a good, healthy crew of Clicksnet players down there right now, and some others are heading down there tomorrow. I wish everyone good luck on their teams and their events. I know that on... Are they doing anything Thursday at Worlds this year? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I think there's some side events. Um, And I believe there's, you know, BRs all day. But there's definitely some side events. You were there last year, right? No, I have never gone to Worlds, actually. Okay, so you weren't at Worlds. So it was... um... It was awesome, and uh, you know the 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 thing you have to do is you have to get there before the doors open, um, and you have to stand in line because if you don't, you're going to be in the registration line for many hours. <laughs> hopefully, they uh, fix that this year. Well, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I know they got some pulp events going on down there. BRs, like David said, they got modern on Saturday, and I believe the team sealed is on Sunday and. Luckily, they are playing with Notorious on Sunday, so that is good because I know people did not oh, want to play with uh, the 60th. Uh, we are recording on a Wednesday right now, so I did see a lot of pre-releases are going up right now. Uh, pretty much the entire set has been spoiled, but we're going to wait to do uh, like the set review uh, once we have everything out there so we can give the set a fair judgment. Um, I I think the biggest mystery right now, as of this recording, is we still don't know what the Brimstone Legacy card does, and that's the one that everyone is really anticipating is going to be the good one. Uh, We have everything Legacy-wise except for Hush, Johnny Quick, and Ultraman, uh, because Phantasm... We have Superwoman? uh, Actually, yes, you're right. Superwoman we don't have yet. I I was just wondering, because I, I haven't seen it yet. Um, but I love the crime syndicate, so I'm excited. Uh, the phantasm just got, uh, spoiled as me and David were talking. So did the prime jokester, but overall, this is going to be a very good set. I think, uh, it's got two great chase chase themes with black lantern and deceased. Um, they're really, uh, sets that I would like to complete in full, but 
with there being what 12 total six of each uh that's gonna be really hard to do so i'll just have to i'll just have to settle with getting my superman hopefully um, but we are here today to talk a little bit about what David has going on in the Hero Clicks community. Oh, I do want to mention one thing. If you aren't um, going to World, check out Dial H. They are doing a full coverage of the entire weekend. Uh, they did a great job last year. I'll be tuning in a bunch of times this uh, weekend, hopefully when I'm not filming my wedding, to check out you know player interviews and things like that. They do a great job at that, so make sure you check them out as well on their YouTube channel. But uh, we are here to talk about some of the things that David has going on in his clicks world. So he has a kit that he has going around right now. So David, why don't you talk a little bit about this kit that people can purchase for their stores and what they can win and what is involved with the Champion Clips Open as well. Uh, it's a lot of uh, a <laughs> lot to talk about. There so, is. We got time. Well, we have two kits, right? The one is sold out, well, pending sold out. So, I, in fact, I actually oversold that kit, the trial kit, which comes with a bunch of stuff, four maps, a bunch of the barn stables, hand-painted barriers, um, uh, these, these really cool sort of halfway translucent ice barriers, um, legacy figures a chase a really good super rare or a prime um bunch of you know custom action tokens stuff like that and the kit like immediately blew up i mean we originally had six trials and then six quests we have a couple people on the quests but to my um and chris's and and the whole judges staff to our surprise everybody wanted a trial kit and, and I honestly thought that we would have a split because the trial was, was more expensive than the the quest. And I know some player groups aren't that big. So I figured, okay, well, maybe half and half, you know, uh, I'll, we'll, we'll sell the trials within a week or two. It was that night. I think I had like nine or ten messages. And then I'm, I'm just waiting on two of the people now to, just to confirm with their with their gaming stores that they can do it. Um, it was just a big success and, you know, really we're, we're pushing that umbrella of, of this. We have a lot of ideas for, for next year on this circuit series. Um, but we're still, you know, we're, we're seeing how this is received. We didn't want to order too much and have like 20 kits and then, you know, sell four. But I think if I kept it open, could have done at least a dozen. We yeah, have a bunch. Cause there was two ahead, different, I say there's two different kits that you could, purchase there was a $65 kit and what did that one come with that's a map four barn stables um four action tokens and i believe one set of the ice barriers so it's a really good value and then there was a $165 kit if i am correct on that price 180 180 and that came mm-hmm. with four maps Four Anthony Barnstable bystanders, two good legacy cards, as you have in parentheses. Uh, one, legacy figures. Or figures. Uh, one, yeah. did those come with the actual legacy cards as well, or just a figure? No, they're the figures, because, you know, a lot of them are high-dollar figures. Ah, okay. So we tried to pack as much value as we could into the kit. 
and then one random good super rare slash prime slash chase figure from a modern set, one custom hand-painted barrier champion clicks, uh, two set of ice barrier markers, six... One set. Remember, Sorry, one, one set. set of the hand-painted. Sorry. So set. there's four of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 16 special action tokens, and winner receives one extra win towards the $1,000 Champion Clicks Open Grand Prize in Orlando, uh, no matter how many times that person wins the trial. So explain that a little bit. So what we have is, you know, the grand prize. And I think I, I think you knew about that, right? Yes. So... Originally, the first year, we had like a grand prize winner and a second place winner, and it it was it was based on like uh, points, and I forgot the exact structure we used, but I, it didn't seem like it was fair to the players. So a lot of people said, "Well, hey, why don't you do it on total wins for the weekend and the main events?" I said, "Well, that's a good idea because." If you see the same people at the top cut tables and maybe they don't win first prize, that still deserves recognition. And this is more of a marathon than a sprint. So if we have three days of clicks with three days of competitive events, if you have somebody that makes top cut and goes you know, 4-0 in Swiss or 5-0 in Swiss, that person is going to be the grand champion for the weekend. And not only do they get a thousand dollar cash prize, which is going to cover pretty much their room and entry um, down there. They're also going to get the most ridiculous custom Mjolnir trophy that you've ever seen. I mean, this heavy metal Mjolnir on some rocks, which has a custom base underneath it, which we're going to reveal soon with a plaque. It's really cool. Um, and, um, you know, so let's say if there's four rounds of Swiss for each event, that's 12. And then there's a top cut of eight or 16 or whatever it is. Um, and let's say there's 20 rounds total and a person has 16 wins. Well, if they won a trial, they would have 17 wins now. Okay. That makes sense. Are you including battle Royals in that win category? No. Come on. It's the three main events. All right. <laughs> All right. And you could have also added in the drunken hero clicks as a win, too. I'm just saying. Because well, that one is definitely, I think, in my opinion, worth a point for how much drinking you do that night. You can contest problem, that from last year. Yes, but the problem is, is only a certain amount of people compete in that. You know, so it's not, we don't have like fully open, you know, like we had what, two tables. And if you take out Scott Porter, there's what ten people, and yes. two of them, and Lucas was a judge. So now you're down to nine, and it gives you know that's an unfair advantage, I think. True. I'm just thinking with the amount of alcohol that is consumed, I feel like that might be worth just a point for uh, <laughs> the uh, grand prize. Just saying. It should be, but in fairness to everyone, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Who were the last two grand champions? So the first year it was between, was it PJ last year or the first year? Uh, it was Matty G. Was it Matty G? I thought he just got 
eked out of it for some reason. Man, now you're working my memory. I don't it think was it was Manji. Because he had to do a roll-off at the final game on Sunday, which if he would have won the roll-off, he would have got it. But because I thought PJ wasn't the first year, to be honest. Oh, so maybe it was. We didn't do it last year, though. I'm sorry, uh, the first year. Yeah, it, maybe it was PJ. I'll have to ask him after this. And then who was it last year? We didn't have it last year. You didn't have it last year? Right. Okay. No, it was, it was really, really tough last year um budget wise for the event so we'll just we'll just have the first one be like an asterisk grand champion and then this is like the official first grand champion starting off and going forward yeah exactly i mean we learned a lot so because we learned so much now we can apply it the right way and say hey way ahead of time four months ahead of time we're going to tell you guys if you want to win this is what you need to do because we're you know Four and a half months away, and once Worlds dies down, that's when people are going to say, okay, well, what's the next thing? What am I going to do? Yep. Uh, so if you have not had a chance to contact David about getting one of these kits, I would highly suggest that you do. I don't know if you have any more kits that are going to be available within the coming months or not. But Just the quest. The trials are done. The trials are done. So there are no more um, extra win for the winner of it out there anymore, but you can still get a quest kit. And are people able to maybe buy two quest kits for their store if they want to, or is it one per store? Mm-hmm. We're trying to limit it to one per store in fairness, but if we still have like four or five left over, I don't see why we wouldn't be able to. Okay. Um, now, if you've not seen the map that you're getting, who designed this map? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. That was me. It's beautiful. You really like it? I do. Oh, thanks. I Especially that, since I've watched One Piece on Netflix and it's got that pirate theme to it. I love it. If you have not watched One Piece on Netflix, I highly I am not an, I'm going off on a little bit of a rabbit hole there, but I am not an anime guy at all. And it looked interesting and I've heard about One Piece anime and it sounded really interesting. I just never got into it. And then one night there was nothing on. I'm like, I'll just try the live action One Piece on Netflix. And I finished it in probably two, three days time. It is so good. It makes me want to watch the actual anime. Um, I can't wait to watch. I know. I'm, I'm, that's my next uh, series. I'm rewatching Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, that would be an interesting live action adaption, Yu-Gi-Oh, to be honest. That one would be interesting. I don't know. If I think the budget it. would have to be really high. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um. But yeah, no, the map was, you know, and, and obviously, you know, I I went over completely with the judge team. You know, hey, is this okay? Is this okay? Um, you know, everybody likes the non-symmetrical design. And I really had this in my mind from last year. And I kind of, you know, I jotted down a couple of notes um, last year, and it was too late to do a circuit series. So I took those notes out. And, you know, I, I went over like like 50 different grid drawings because, you know, you think, oh, it, it looks like it's easy. Once you start putting terrain in places and you go, oh, that's too close to that, which is too close to that, which is going to allow too much hiding, too much sniping, whatever it is, you have to go back. Yep. So I, I, <laughs> I had these little um, 24 by 24 grids that i printed off and enlarged and i would shade in the 
the um, terrain. And, you know, the first one that I made was, like, too much going on. Like, there was too much blocking. There was, there was too much hindering. And then all of that with the water, I felt like it, you know, there were ways to make it pretty oppressive. So what I ended up with was, I think, a good mix of everything. Um, and it was play-tested. And it's not oppressive. It's fun. It's maybe not the most competitive map in the world, um, but it is a lot of fun and it works. Well, and there needs to be more water maps out there. There is very limited water on maps right now. So I like how this is an island and there's maps alongside of it. I love that the whale is elevation and not blocking. That's a nice touch. You, you, want, me, you want me to explain why I did that? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> It's funny because I haven't, you know, haven't discussed this with anyone yet. So I, I was watching Yu-Gi-Oh! and I saw Mako Tsunami right on the whale. Oh, nice. Like, that should be elevated terrain because you can ride on a whale. Yeah, why not? Um, but yeah, so um, I agree about having more maps with water. And that was, you know, one of the reasons too. And I, I feel like there aren't enough bright colored maps that are fun to play on so um they're they're currently being made right now actually like you could uh play on data mine and have a seizure i think it is with all the uh (laughs) lines and wires on that one i still i can't even play on that one that one's so distracting there's also like a zigzag one out there too that's just way too distracting there's Um, a lot data mine is like overload though yeah but no i like this map a lot Go ahead. Sorry. Adam. No, I was just saying I like this map a lot. To be honest, it just kind of brings. Oh, it's it's um, what's the word? Um, you thought outside the box with this one. Well, uh, we really hope that when these maps get out there, that you know local game stores will allow for the house rules to use the map. That's really what we're after. Yeah. Um, you know, people ask, "Is it legal?" Obviously, it's not legal in in a whiskey sanction event, but it's legal in our event and all the, and all of the events, um, all four of them. And, um, I really urge people to see if their LGS will allow them using, uh, the map for, for home games, which is the majority of where people play. Yeah. I think, um, they would, I, I don't think there's a lot of Dick managers, of stores out there that would say no or judges therefore but uh no it's a great kit it's a great idea uh, sad i missed out on the big one but i will probably be getting a quest one for my store uh soon because like you said after worlds there's nothing in hero clicks event wise until uh january 26th which is your event which is a great segue to get into that so if you Let's haven't heard it. David is the brainchild between the Champion Clicks Open, a.k.a. the, what was it originally called? The Clicks Olympics, and then it got changed to something else. Like it's, it's, it's gone through an evolution of names over the past three years. Yeah, Clicks Olympics was the original name. And then um, to avoid any issues, even though we were a small organization, changed to the Clicks Cup. Clicks Cup. Um, and I, you know what? I thought that name was a bit of a tongue twister. So I said, okay, time to change the name. But I guess people like the old name better, but it's not changing back. 
Um, <laughs> Until next year, then we'll come up with something else. No, 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 no. Hey, this is the second year of Champion Clicks, so you know, uh, you know, the name is the name is staying. But you know, I, I, as I explained to you, we we do have um, more horizons that we want to tap. Yes. Um, but he is having this event on January 26th of 2024. And uh, your countdown says it's 134 days, 14 hours, and four minutes away from right now. He is going to be having it at the Holiday Inn Resort in Orlando Lake Buena Vista, which is a mm-hmm. quite an upgrade for room prices from than last year. Last year was a little bit expensive, a little bit nicer of a uh, venue, but this year I believe the rooms are around 120, 125-ish, which is a great deal. Uh, me and my wife are going to be going for extra days this coming year because of that. So he does have a link out there for people to register for the room. So if you still are on the fence about that and you want that link, make sure you either go to the Champion Clicks Facebook page or contact David, and he'll give you that link for that. Rooms are going fast, so the quicker you get in there, the quicker you'll have a chance to stay on site. I made sure to do mine right away. Um, And then he's got some events that we're going to talk about here. So on Friday... We're going to have a, I keep saying we, like I am part of this. David is going to have a 2v2. Actually, before I start all that, our judges for this year are going to be Lucas, PJ, and the fastest judge around, Anthony Barnstable. And then David's also going to be helping along with, um, oh my gosh, what's the name of it? House Rules Gaming uh, as yes. well. Uh, and what's his name again? Is it Eric? Chris? Chris. Chris Savoy. He's the owner um, of House Rules Gaming, a close friend of mine, um, you know, worked to help his store, and um, he's a, a great partner and advocate. Has a lot of good ideas, and in fact, I, I thought he had the best idea for Friday night, which we'll talk about. But I, if you don't mind, Adam, can I backtrack for one sec? Absolutely. I think you know we all know gamers are notorious for being last minute. Mm-hmm. The problem with, with waiting for last minute, especially for the hotel, number one, Orlando in January is very busy because it's the busy season. Everybody wants to escape the cold, um, so they come here to be warm. And number two, you know, everybody's on the hype of Memphis right now, which is not anything I want to take away from. But you have to keep in mind, when everybody dies down from that, you know, they'll be on a high for about a week after after that, it's going to be looking for the next thing. And I feel like we're going to have um, a pretty big explosion once that happens. So, you know, I want people to, you know, and, and we staggered this for a reason. So we, we put these rooms out before Worlds for a reason because we didn't want it to sell immediately. I feel like if, if you know, we, people were asking, hey, when are you going to put the rooms up? When are you going to put the rooms up? And we waited till like end of October. I think that it would have been one of those situations where, like last year, we had to ask for more. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, they were pretty firm with us that, like, hey, you know, you have this many, we might be able to get you a few more, but it's not going to be like what you had at Wyndham Grand, which has three times the rooms that we have. Yeah. So I urge people, I don't think they, did, did they charge you anything, Adam, like actually on your card? I don't think so. I think they just take the credit card and you pay when you leave. 
Right. So, you know, I urge people, it doesn't cost you anything right now. So I urge people to, to, to book their room. Um, now don't book if, you, if you're not going to go because, you know, obviously other people want to go. Um, but I would book sooner rather than later. So you can avoid the uh, headache of messaging me and saying, Hey, is there any way you can get me another room? And then I have to call up our host and, and say, pretty please. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I made sure to book my uh, room. I've got our plane ticket. So we are all set on that way. I'm a super excited. It's a great time for just me and my wife to go. Uh, kids stay home and the grandparents. So not only is it a clicks vacation, but it's also a little mini vacation for me and my wife. We're planning on going to like Universal um, probably Thursday or I'm not sure what I'm going to all compete in. I know I'll be competing in Friday's event and the team sealed on Sunday. Everyone on this podcast knows that I'm not a big modern guy, so I'll probably be skipping that, but I will be doing battle Royals that day, but it's just a great, like you said, get away to get away from the cold. If you're in any of those cold States, I'm in Wisconsin. So I fall under that category. Uh, so don't just go for clicks, go for the getting away from, you know, the stresses of life. And it's nice that it is about a month away from the holidays. It was kind of hard for a lot of people last year to go because it was literally the week right after the holidays. So I think that hurt a lot of people because of the holidays with um, money and things like that. But this is happening at the end of January. So everyone should, um, you know, recuperate from the holidays, whether it was, you know, spending money or family or whatever. Uh, so it's a nice getaway for people to go to. Absolutely. Yeah, we hope, um, you know, we, we, we definitely don't want it to be a big strain on people. So we're really hoping that having it a month later is enough for people to say, okay, you know, I'm, I'm okay. All right. So let's talk about the events that will be happening. So on Friday, the 26th, uh, they yes. are going to be having a 2v2 400-point modern apples and oranges tournament. So last year, what they did was they did a Popper Prince tournament where you play with a partner, not on the same map. You, uh, play, on, you play against one teammate, and then your teammate plays against the other, and then you kind of figure you know who had the most points, wins, stuff like that, determine on who won the game. Last year, it was Prince where you had to have a prime super rare or chase or convention exclusive on one team, and then your other teammate had nothing but rares, commons, and uncommons. Uh, me and my partner actually went against Matty G and George Masu in the finals. We lost, but uh, we had a hell of a ride. Uh, so we got second place, which is pretty good for me, to be honest. Um, I just couldn't quite sneak out a win against Matty G because that stupid Kamira, Kamira, whatever her name was, um, shot through, you know, 26 squares of elevation to kill my team but i was happy with our performance and i was just mentally trained at the end of the day but this year it is apples and oranges so let me read what we're what they're doing for that so two man teams each player will be representing either apples or orange the a player will be the apple and the b player will be the orange when paired with an opponent's team the a player will play the opposing a player and the b the opposing b player a team that wins both games will determine as the winner. If the matches are split, then points will be used as the breaker, just like we talked about. So what are the rules here? Apples. Here's how the apples build. 
Each finger, figure gains a unique ring, 400 points. If the design intent is intended for the figure to be played in multiples, then it will be an exception. So, for an example, the uh, Loki that can make multiples of him, he can do that. But if you were to play, let's say, um, a Superman, you can only play one of him. Uh, but your team must be modern, and only modern elements are allowed. The orange build is each figure gains a unique ring, unless the design is um, intent to make more of them. But that team will be pulp. So the apples person, to break it down, basically can have every figure and element of the game. Modern building um, restrictions go into play. But the orange person is pulp only. So kind of Prince Pulper, kind of not Prince Pulper. Um, I already have my teammates going to be miles. He's going to be the apple. I'm going to be the orange because he's more into that modern stuff. So he's going to make a cool team. And I like the pulp aspect. So I'm going to do the pulp team. So what, how did you come up with apples and oranges, uh, theme event? This is PJ that came up with this. So PJ did this event. Okay. Um, and you know, it's, it's pulp because, or it's uh, apples and oranges because oranges have pulp. There you so. go. That's a dad <laughs> joke for any of those youth out there that aren't a dad. So he, he was, we were talking, and he said it, and he was like, "Get it in all capital letters." <laughs> I'm like, "Great, bro! It's so funny." <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, it's a. I think it's going to be a really fun event. And I always, you know, if people know by now, I always like having one out-of-the-box event to start things off. Um, and then having, you know, the usual staples, the modern and the team seal. Yep. Did you uh, read? Wait wait till you hear, I mean, Friday night's event. This is Chris Savoy's um, baby and idea. I think this is amazing. Well, this I'll, sounds so much fun. I'll let you go over this one because I took the last one. But uh, Friday night, you're going to have the Gladiator <laughs> event. So what is the Gladiator event? So Okay, this is right up your alley, Adam. So if you don't play in this, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> All right? So it's like, an, it's like a Battle Royale championship. So essentially what you're doing is we have um, bricks of Empire that we're going to be using for this. And sealed and essentially what you're going to be doing is you're going to be opening up eight boosters at, at your first table and then you're going to draft your team um from those boosters it's only going to be a five-figure team so you're going to have choices on what you pick but you're going to draft your team from those boosters the winner of each of those battle royale pods goes into a winner's pod and you bring the figures that you used Everybody then replaces all their figures in the middle of the table, and you redraft again. And then there's a third round where you do the exact same thing. Then all of the figures that were pulled, plus some extra prizing, goes into the prize pool, and we do a draft. Okay, so let's break this down. So your first game is going to be Battle Royal style, correct? So it's you versus three other people, correct? It's all Battle Royal style. Every game. Yeah. Um, but there'll be multiple battle royals going on at a time, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. So you sit down, you sit down with three other people. 
do you personally get eight boosters or the table gets eight boosters? The table. So you okay. pass them around like you would a normal BR, but you're passing around two boosters. Okay. So you so open it, up two, you yep. pick one figure, you pass the two. Okay, so you essentially the first turn you're getting to choose from ten different figures. You're choosing yes. one and then passing nine, and then you keep going and going and going, then you make your team. Yes, and the extra figures that nobody picked go into the prize pool. How many points is the team that you're making? Or is it just pick a figure, pick pick five figures? How does that work? Um, it's pick five figures. Just pick five well, figures, no point values. Yes, exactly. Okay. okay. So it is And I, I like, we might have we might you know, we might have a, a a limitation on hey, you can't play somebody at two fifty or whatever. I don't I don't know the exact details of that part yet. Gotcha. So I don't want to speak out of turn, but this is something, you know, we're running. Um, we're giving the judges a little bit of a break on it. So Chris and I are going to run them. Okay. So then let's say I win the first round. I take the figures that I took from the first game and I bring them to the second game and then they go back into the pool. Yes. And then you guys all pick again. And then you snake draft, like you roll a dice yeah. and then go around and then exactly. if I win again, I take the figures that were on my team, not just the ones that I played, but the ones that I drafted, go to the next table, they all go in the middle, we snake draft again. Exactly. Gotcha. And you keep going until there's one remaining. You got it, bro. Sounds like a blast. It is definitely up my alley. <clears throat> and an hour before we play, we're having social hour with, with um, food and drinks. I was gonna say too. that's not the um, the dinner, or is that the because you have dinner will be three course buffet. Yeah, that's that's the dinner for that. No, it's like that, that. That's not the. Is that the Scott Porter? No. That's not. Yeah, that's no. Saturday night. Nope. So that's this Saturday this is a night. this is a separate dinner that you're having. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. All right. So yeah, Friday sounds like a blast. Definitely two events that I will be into. Are you hoping? that the apples and oranges tournament will be done by that time because i remember last time we played till like nine ten o'clock at night um yes because we're gonna we're gonna start it early okay it's not it's we're not like early early but we're gonna start it with plenty of time to make it gotcha okay and then Saturday is the normal 300 modern. There's not much to talk about that, except we all know what 300 modern points is. By that time, we will have rotation. We will have Notorious, and we should, barring anything major, Wheels of Vengeance. So there's really no point into team building for any of this quite yet until wheels of vengeance comes out now i can't remember when wheels comes out i'm guessing late november early december mid-december i think mm, it's actually supposed to be end of october it is end of october okay well it, it's supposed to be it's so always supposed we'll to be <laughs> that's whiz model know, it's supposed to be we're, we're hoping either that Wait, no, there's no out. way it comes out end of October because this Notorious comes out on the 27th of this month. I know, but I think they're still trying. I think they're finally trying to catch up from that COVID issue. Okay. Where everything got pushed back because they're still not caught up. That would be Who knows? crazy if it came out that early. I mean, if it, if it, we're either hoping it comes out that early 
and then you know um the phase two comes out um or next phase comes out in january right before or we're hoping that wheels of vengeance gets pushed back to january okay or like mid-december because if it's mid-december people have exhausted most of their funds for the holidays yeah so gives them a chance to say okay you know end of january i'm gonna get a bunch of this stuff at champion clicks so pretty positive that we will have wheels of vengeance and a slight slight chance we might have phase two we'll have to just wait and see if i had to guess yes yeah um, so yeah, really no point in building for those events just yet because there is good stuff in Notorious and I'm sure there will be things in Wheel of Vengeance as well. And, and then, nobody's talking about this. This is the first big event post-rotation. Yep. The landscape is going to be completely different. And it will be very interesting to see how the meta changes because uh, a lot of things are being lost after rotation. So it's going to be a whole oh new, God. whole so new, much. whole new meta. And then yeah, uh, Saturday night, you'll have your banquet with uh, Critical Clicks, PJ and Scott Crampton, and then uh, Scott Porter. Yes. And then on Sunday, which I will actually be able to stay a Sunday for once. I couldn't have, Ooh. I couldn't the last two because I was a teacher, but now I am my own boss and I can set my own hours. Um, we're having the How exciting. F- right. It is. And also stressful at the same time. Uh, yeah. but w- the, you're, ha- you're having the three V three team sealed, which I'm assuming is going to be wheels. Slight chance. It's going to be phase two. And I have my team, which yeah. is miles and Nick, and we are called liquid death. So if you think you can take us on, feel free. Uh, hey, is Brian <laughs> coming this year again? A lot of people are coming. Ryan's coming. Dan's coming. Miles is coming. Dalton's coming. I don't know if Cheesehead Ryan is coming, uh, but we'll have oh, a Dalton's good, coming. Yeah, hey. uh, he should be. Uh, we'll have another good showing for uh, clicking it again. That's great. We 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 appreciate everybody's support. Um, and we love that you guys are, are, are keeping us around. In it's fact, gonna be a bit more low key this year, but we're so you know, nobody knows this yet, but you know, we talked to the hotel and we said, Hey, we had some issues last time with some noise complaints or you know, how we were on Saturday night, which they were terrible by the way, and I think everybody would agree. This place gave us an extra room that's like right on the pool deck, like right next to the pool. And they said we can be as loud as we want and they as long as, I mean, it's going to be a completely different environment. It'll be like a drunk tank. Well, we don't want, remember, we don't want anybody belligerent or anything like that, but we want people to have a good time because, you know, it's a lot of money to spend to travel somewhere for something. And, you know, in addition to playing hero clicks, everybody's seeing people, that they know from across the country and they want to get together and they want to have a good time. And we want to provide a space for that. And I think that's just as important, if not more important, you know, than the actual competition. Yep. Uh, but yeah, three V three sealed, uh, that works is you are going to get yourself a whole brick. Correct. Another brick. Everybody said, if, if we go back, they're not playing. So I said, okay. And then you'll have 30 minutes to build a 300-point team. 
That's right. Simple. Uh, um, so, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, so, you know, always a great event. You're going to be busy Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, I'm shipping out Monday morning uh, because I said I'll be actually be able to stay for a Sunday event because of it. And I'm just super excited for it. I can't wait to see everybody. And like you said, I think everyone's going to be, there's going to be a lot of build up to it because you're going to have three and a half months of nothingness, <laughs> just local gameplay. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, more than that. Cause I'm thinking like early January, it's going to be almost four and a half months of nothingness in the hero clicks world. And there might be an event here and there. Uh, I'm not calling anyone's events, nothing, but like the big ones in the hero clicks community, uh, until this event. And it's going to be the, like you said, the first major event until, or after, um, my gosh, rotation. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, you know, like I had said before, um, I think people realize it's, it's a bit different of an environment. Um, I put, well, I try to put a lot of emphasis on the spirit of the game and, uh, you know, I think, I think people, you know, um, just in general can take life too seriously sometimes. And it always brings me back to the story that, you know, uh, um, back when he was president, Bill Clinton kept a moon rock in his office. And when he'd have like political figures or heads of states come in and they'd, there'd be a heated argument, he would say, you know, he would pick up the moon rock. And say, guys, we're just a, a piece of space dust floating through the universe. None of this really matters. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a really weird tangent to go on. But everybody, always, you know, everybody knows that I'm very, um, you know, excited to have um, uh, people compete. But also be friendly with one another, respectful. We don't really have many issues with that. But I always say, like, that's number one to me. If you're not going to be respectful... You know, you really don't have a place there. And remember, you're playing with little plastic figurines. It's not something to get bent over shape if you're gonna if you lose a game or something like that. I've learned that. I have uh, come to what's the word? Um, I've learned not to take this game so seriously. Right. I mean, I'm in it for the uh, social aspect of it, not the winning aspect. Exactly. That's why I play craps, right? And I love craps, and it's the only game I play at the casino. And it's a social fun game. And then you see people... I mean, it's money, so I, so I get it. And, and I respect the fact that some people are competitive in different ways. But I'll see people that are gambling like 100 or $150, not a huge sum of money. And they're, they're so serious. They're sweating. And they look, they're so uncomfortable. And I'm thinking to myself... You're not. You don't look like you're having fun. Are you good? <laughs> uh, speaking of money, do you have a price point for these events? Because I do not see them on your website. I know you haven't. You don't have the registration for the events yet. But do you have a price point for each of these events coming up? Um. Yeah, I believe. I believe it's um five dollars more than last year, and that was it. Okay. Yeah, so you know, you know, relative to other events, the, the cost is a little bit higher, obviously. But the rooms uh, are cheaper. Exactly, but I'm saying relative to like 
like you know rock yes uh, which is amazing by the way and in the future you know we'd love to partner with them and somehow i'm gonna have spoken to howard but you know that's another tangent um but you know i don't we don't have any backing of whisked so there's a few things that have to go into the mix and you know some people ask well it's, it's a bit of money and i say yes it is it's definitely more than if like if you go to worlds or whatnot but number one you know, we make sure to have the best judging staff that we possibly can. And that costs money because these are people who, you know, we pay a, a fair wage to um, that all of them travel in. And, you know, people say it's extremely important to have a good judging staff. And that's like one of the top things. Number two, we have a really good prizing structure. So 50% of all entry is immediately dumped into prizing. Um, so when you think about it, like, okay, that's dumped just into prize. Then we have on top of that a thousand dollar, um, grand prize plus the, the trophy, which costs money, all the miscellaneous things, you know, the cost of the room, cause we do have a room rental. It's not free for us. It ends up being really a wash when it's all said and done and all the miscellaneous things. And we fed the judges, um, you know, and we have some staff, um, for, for check-in um, and we do things like that, it really becomes close to a wash. You know, honestly, it really is. Um, yeah, I don't know many events that actually make money with clicks, to be honest. It, exactly. It's, it's really very hard. hard. But, like, you know, like, if we have, like, say, one of the events, maybe 75, I, I don't remember what modern is, but if it's 75, you know, right off the bat, $35 of that is going to prize it. So, so if you have... Let's say you have 80 people. Yes. And it's that is, let me get my math out because even though I went to public school, I still don't know how to do math. 80 times 35. That's, is that, was that number right? 80 times 35. That's $2,800 in pricing. Absolutely. For, just for modern. Absolutely. Yes. That's, so if you divide that by three, that is, seven cases worth of prizing if you were to do cases obviously but yeah that's twenty eight hundred dollars twenty eight hundred dollars in prizing alone yes absolute plus the the grand prize so it's like you know we 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 try to keep it as cheap as possible and you know i i know it might price some people out but i'm thinking you know we're putting on as high of a quality event as possible there's thousands of hours of planning that goes into this. If you've ever been to the event, you know how smoothly it runs. And, you know, let's say for the whole weekend, it's 200. Or let's say with the with the charity dinner, it, we're, we're at 300, right? And you've played the whole weekend. You know, you've been entertained for three days and it's 300 hours, let's say. So you were fed. Um, we had three full days of clicks. You know, that your plane ticket probably costs more than that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to ride in a plane for three hours probably costs more than what it costs you to be in the event the whole weekend. And I just ask that, you know, people remember it's private. We have zero backing from WizKids. Um, in fact, we've tried to no avail. We thought we got close, but unfortunately we didn't. Um, and, you know, if anything like that happened in the future, the the pricing would come down. So I haven't really gotten many complaints at all about it. But I have had one or two people say, hey, look, I'd love to come. It's just, it's a bit much. 
Now say, so, you know, what about it is too much? Well, if it was more like 150, 160 for the whole weekend, um, you know, then I'd hop on a flight. It's like, well, you know, if you're hopping on a flight, you're, you're three, 400 in anyways. Um, and you know, I'm not going to skimp. So like, we're not going to, you know, have local judging who isn't to the level that we have now. Like, I think what we have is the best in the business. Like it doesn't get better. Yeah. I, I definitely put this on like the top three events to go to for hero clicks. Um, world is up there even though i've never gone to worlds hero clicks for huntington is up there gen con probably doesn't fall into that category um other events are like my cheese championship which i hope we're going to get more people but unfortunately we didn't we got the kilted classic you got things like that but this is definitely top three in the hero clicks event category in my opinion so if you can swing it and like i said when you go to worlds or gen con or kilted classic you're going there just for hero clicks that is your hero clicks vacation when you go to this one it's a hero click and also a vacation for you like my wife is coming with me she's not going to be doing anything but relaxing while I'll, when i'm playing click so it is just kind of a getaway for her so if you have a significant other mm-hmm. other that you want to bring to just get away from it all that's a great opportunity to get them involved with you. Uh, my wife doesn't like clicks at all. So it's, but she loves Florida and the nice weather. So she comes with me so she can just kind of get away from her, uh, stress filled life with work and stuff like that. When she has no investment at all with hero clicks. I know miles, wife is doing the same thing. So we're going to kind of get his wife and my wife to hang out together while we're playing clicks. That way they're not alone with each other, just hanging out by the pool or something like that. So like I said, it's not just a, Hero Clicks uh, event. It's also a vacation for you to come out. Yes, and remember. Oh, one other thing: the hotel, the food at the hotel is half the price of the last two years. Oh, for the banquet? No, the like, like you know, people complain. Hey, I'm, oh, you know, gotcha. Getting lunch, it's like this much. They have an Applebee's on site, and they have a tiki bar from Applebee's. And like their their food, like that people can get for lunch and stuff like that, easily ten twelve bucks instead of the twenty five thirty it was at the last place. Yeah. Um, so keep that in mind, people. On top of all the events that we did talk about, there will also be battle royals, just kind of off to the side, mostly yes. on Saturday. I'm guessing. I don't think you're having any on Friday, but I could be wrong. All every day, all day. Every day, all day. So uh, Friday, yep. Saturday, and Sunday. Correct. Every day, all day, and we're gonna have some some awesome, fun, wacky sets, some older sets. There's gonna be something for everybody, and I think people are gonna be very happy with this. Well, I cannot wait. January 26th cannot come soon enough. I hope to see everybody down there. I know um, the big people. Or the big names, Critical Clicks, Click Stuff, uh, Dial H, Us, um, uh, people up in Canada. I know they come down for it as well. All sorts of life come to it, and it's just a great time. It yes, really is. Everybody's, everybody's coming back. Um, a few awesome people, unfortunately, can't make it. Shout out to Kenny Minx. I don't think he's going to be able to make it. Maybe he'll make it for one day. I'm going to convince him. Um, Caleb Reddick. 
uh, who I love seeing there. Unfortunately, he's working that weekend. Can't do anything about it. Making me I know upset, his but. his work schedule is crazy. He's uh, when I I mentioned the Cheesehead Championship to him like six months before the event. He's like, oh, I have to work. I'm like, how do you know you have to work already? But I guess he gets his work schedule way in advance. For yeah, it's stuff. pretty much like every other weekend. And just he's just somebody I love to see at events. And, uh, man, it hurt when he's like, no, I can't make it. I'm like, come on, man. Do you need me to call the hospital and tell them that, uh, you know, I'm your, I'm your, <laughs> yeah. your long-lost uncle that. Everybody know, has, has six left. days, sick days that they can use. Yeah. <laughs> just don't post yeah. yourself on Facebook if you're co if you're friends with any of your coworkers. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that is Florida. I'm super excited. That can't come close enough. Um, Absolutely. And now it's going to get cold where you are soon. It's already getting cold. It's hoodie weather, but I like hoodie weather. Oh, um, so glad I moved out of that. No, see, I'm I'm Wisconsinite through and through. I love cold weather. I'm a cold, I'm oh. cold-blooded. What part of Wisconsin are you in? Uh, Milwaukee area. Not, we don't live oh, in, you're in we don't live in Milwaukee, but a suburb, but I just say Milwaukee because everyone knows where that is. Oh, man. It's got to be, what, already down in the 60s where you are, 70s? Uh, yeah, it was like upper 50s, 60s today. It was nice. I liked it. Oh, God, man. Are the leaves changing yet? Out they there? are, which is weird. Now, now, oh. okay. Now, I'll I'll say this: the first champion clicks event that you had, you had in the dead frickin' middle of summer, and that was the <laughs> most unbearable heat that I have experienced in my life. It was like ninety-seven degrees every frickin' day I was there. I remember taking my son and wife to Magic Kingdom, and we got out of our car in the parking lot at like 8 30 and it was already like 94 degrees i have never been so happy yet miserable at the same time i i uh i sympathize because when i moved here from new york i felt the same way and it took me two months because i moved here in the dead of summer i think it was like mid-august and it took me two months to get used to the heat but after you're used to it, I mean, it, it, I guess. like today, yeah, today I was outside for a little bit and I didn't even notice it was like 98 today. I guess it's, and it's not like, it's not the heat, obviously it's the humidity, but it, it was, that one year was just brutal. It really was. Oh yeah. This, this summer we had horrible, horrible heat in like, um, about a month ago, we had two weeks where it was like a hundred every day. Well, and then wasn't it? La- we're going on a little bit of a tangent. We apologize, but last year <laughs> didn't it get, like, get below freezing, and you had like iguanas freezing to death, falling out of the trees left and right. You know, every year a, a very short freeze comes for a day, and it's like thirty-one, thirty-three, like four a.m. in the morning for an hour. But it's like it's so rare. Yeah. Uh, but that is Florida. Let's talk a little bit about Notorious because this week we've been getting spoilers upon spoilers. We have pretty much the entire set uh, released or previewed by now. But um, a, the big talk a lot for this set was the legacy cards because there was a lot of good legacy cards that were coming out for figures. Dave, was there any legacy cards that came out? The only, the only ones we don't have are Brimstone, 
Ultraman, Johnny Quick, Hush, and Superwoman. So we still got a good amount that we still need to figure out. But are there any legacy cards that piqued your interest when you saw them this past week? Um, you know, Calendar Man is so cool. Yep. Because, you know, I just want to say, I think figure design has evolved so much recently in a, in the, in a good way. They're thinking more outside of the box. Um, you know, there's a lot of unique powers and traits. And Legacy Man is so funny. It's like, you know. The Legacy Man or Calendar Man? I mean, Calendar Man. If the game <laughs> like, began. <laughs> Legacy Man. If the game began on an even number day, Calendar Man, you know, has improved movement characters. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's so funny. It's like, oh, well, you know, what are you going to play this weekend? Well, it depends. Depends what day if, of the week the it is. On the, yeah. If the event's on the 8th, I'm going to play Calendar Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Calendar Man was cool. Uh, Owlman, I was a little... Um, I was a little disappointed that people don't see how good the 25-point line is. He is very good for 25 points. You know, and you know what's weird? You can think you could still pick him up for like six bucks. Yeah. Which is insane because he is like near busted at 25. But yep. Flurry, precision strike, senses and willpower, and outwit, he can use it. You know, an additional time for each action token he has. So he can outwit three times. If he has two tokens, um, and he has sidestep, and... Well, and he has know, CSA fact, team ability, which gives you prob. So I don't, I don't, I don't know how he's... You know, and there, if you look on eBay, there's like 10 or 11 left. And it's like, I don't know how there aren't 10 or 11 people that don't have the figure that aren't like, oh my god, you know. A six dollar like near meta figure, mm-hmm. so he's really good. Um, Dark side, I think, is just really cool and very well designed. I like him. I'm a little disappointed in him. I wish they would have given him the improved targeted hindering because I think he needed that. Yeah, but, man, Omega beams. Yep. Um, I can understand not giving him, you know, blocking and elevation because on the maps nowadays with his 10 range, it just, that doesn't work. But I don't think they should have gotten rid of the hindering for improved targeting. I would have liked improved targeting, hindering, and characters, and then shooting out of adjacency, and I think he would have been fine. For the points you're putting into him, he's not busted by any means. Right, and you have to be careful with him, too. He might have a 10 range. But you have to be careful in placing and mobility because, you know, his movement attack is limited to three squares of phasing, um, you know, for free. So, you know, you have to place him right because with, with all these different kinds of elevations and the fact that he doesn't, like you said, doesn't shoot through stealth, doesn't shoot through elevated, doesn't shoot through blocking, you have to make sure he's in the right spot to so phase three. Like, you know, my idea is, Okay, I'm going to phase three through a wall, you know, and then attack you. The problem with his starting dials, they all have super strength instead of pen blast. Yep. You know, you have outwit, but there's so much protected outwit. I don't know. I, I think he's really fun, though. He's really good for just, you know, um, um, you know, regular old casual play. I think his top line 
should have been more like 200 and then, you know, yeah. 150 and 100. Yeah, you're that 75 points extra you're not paying for those two clicks. He's he's probably best played at I mean 125. I I'd say 125 is probably his best line. You don't need the extra 50 points. Man, 125's rough cuz you hit him once for two clicks, he's down to a nine attack. That's true. Yep. That is With true. With involved and a 17 or 16 defense. So it's like, well, um, but I like his anti-life tokens. Uh, well, like I said, we'll get more into this into the set review. But I, I do like him. I wish they would have just done a little bit better. I mean, he's got mastermind. Let's not remember that or forget that. So if you do play him at one twenty-five, yes. just makes you have fodder next to him. Yes, and I would have liked if he like made parademons. Yep. So you know you have to give him fodder, and you know what are you going to give him point wise? Um, but he's just a well-designed figure. I also am a huge fan of the chases. They are so well designed. Yes. Uh, this is a set that I want, like I said, both sets. I I guess I could not go for the deceased ones because I don't really. The thing about the deceased ones is that they I don't think they really work together. They're more like they just fit on any team you want. The Black Lantern ones, you have to play them with each other to get the bonuses. Right. So I feel right. like a complete set of the Black Lanterns are the essential ones you want. And then if you if there's a certain deceased figure, like obviously I want Superman, but um, I don't feel like you need an entire set of the deceased ones unless you are like hardcore zombie, which I am, but I would rather have a full set of the Black Lanterns, to be honest. But I like both of them. And that's, that's totally fair because um, I do agree with you, but I am a huge huge fan of um dc so in having more zombies again is so cool to me anyways yep yep uh for my legacy card uh lisa drake is insane uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, she's also Black Lantern Corps, so what makes her insane is that uh, I won't read her one... Uh, th- what the heck? So she has one trait where it's when opposing character uses outwit, steel, energy, or regen. After resolutions, generate a grave hidden turn marker in their square. So not bad just for a free action. And that's board-wide. This doesn't have to do with line of fire or range or anything like that. But her other trait which is opposing characters occupying or adjacent to any friendly grave terrain marker modify their combat values by minus one when attacking or attacked by a character with the green or the black lantern keyword. So just the fact that you can, like Necron is the one that makes a lot of free terrain markers. I'm going to put one in your square. You have negative one combat values to everything as long as you're in that terrain marker. That is what, what set crazy. is she from? Um, she was from Superman and Wonder Woman or Trinity War. I can't remember. What was she really? I could be completely wrong, but I'm going to look her up right now. Oh uh, yeah, I was completely wrong. War of Light. <laughs> Sorry. War Man, of Light. you were way off. I was way off. Usually, I'm good at that trivia stuff too. But yes, yeah, she was a uh, War of Light. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go dig in. I had a bunch of the, the um, some of the others. You know, I had a, a large collection before this, and now when with old stuff, I just don't get rid of it yep. because you never know. 
Um, she also has a attack power, which is perplexed, but only to negatively modify cap attack val or combat values when she uses it. The target can't can't heal until their next turn. So, you know, I'm just going to give you negative one to your entire um, combat values. Plus, I'll give you another negative one to your attack. So you were 11. Now you're a nine. Um, yeah, so that's. And then you put Bust. the um, Sinestro ring on her. And now I'm going to minus your damage by two. Or no. <laughs> sorry. I think only Sinestro can do damage, even with the ring. Yeah. So, but. Yeah. Uh, I forget what. Does the ring let you do minus two? I forget. I never play the rings. What is Sinestro? Mm, I ring? think it's minus one. But it, it does something where if you already have Perplex. Let me look it up super quick. Um, Sinestro ring. Perplex if this character can already use it when they use it to negative. So modify by uh, minus two. So I could minus three your attack value if I wanted to with the Sinestro ring on her. That's pretty good. That's so annoying. That's, that's pretty good. Those are the things I don't want to play against. <laughs> um, so she's going to be a big one. I have that figure. Uh, I'm just hoping to pull the ring or the uh, legacy card. Uh, I like Queen of Fables. Uh, Man Bad is interesting. Uh, Man, that's okay. It wasn't okay. very hard for them to make him better because he was garbage when he first came out. So they did actually give him quite a big boost in playability. Right. Um, right. Maza, or however you say it, the backward Shazam, he's interesting Bots. for 150 points. Yes. Uh, Deathstroke. Not worth it. What's that? I just don't find him worth it. Not for 150 points, they had to give him like power cosmic or something. Exactly. I just think there's too many other things that I would play instead. He's all about when a friendly character dies, and I'm never a big fan of that. Yeah, because it's so situational. Well, and his one is that because he's already 150 points, and his trait is when. When he KOs an opposing character... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was when um, a friendly character was KO'd. When he KOs an opposing character, choose one. If the KO'd character was one or was more points than him, choose both. Uh, choose a combat value that's not already chosen by him. He gets it plus one. Or choose a standard power that was on the listed KO figure. So he's not bad. I thought it was when one of your friendly characters gets KO'd. But still, 150 points, it's not worth it. Exactly. Like... Things like that are just a little too tough to plan for. Yeah, he's got pulse wave in mid dial, but mid dial things are really hard to get onto. So exactly, I'm I'm with you. He's he's a fun figure to play for casual stuff, but that's about it. Yeah, and then that's that's the majority of what people play is casual. Yeah, and then the last one we'll talk about is we did actually get the Ultra Chase figure released today. Yes. Um, I don't know how I feel about them. I think they're okay. I don't think they're broken by any means. Now, for 70 points, you are getting a pretty beefy of a dial. But how their mechanic works is that at the beginning of the game, so you pay 70 points for them on your starting force, but then you take them off the map and put them on their card and give them six Phantom Zone tokens. And then at the beginning of your turn, so if you're first player, you can take one off right away. Um, or whenever one or more terrain markers are destroyed, you remove a phantom token from them. And then when the last one is taken off, 
you place them in a square on us and on any you place them in a square on any map edge or in a square with a debris marker that was placed this turn so you're not yeah, getting lo- to use them for probably two or three turns so you're Man, already getting- this. I love them you do see I don't know how I feel about them they do have stop clicks they're really hard to take down once they get on the map but you're not playing you're going to be down 70 points for the first half of the game mm. yeah but i mean you can use you i f- i feel like there's a, a combo you can use oh i'm sure they'll be out. there'll be a combo for sure um but can't you just use prime hulk and get him out turn 2 at the beginning of your turn so right away you're taking off once so you're to 5 and then right. whenever one or more terrain markers are destroyed. So, yeah, you probably could. You can get them out turn two. Can you? Yeah, your your second turn. How many? I, I'm trying to think. Because you could put what? You can do. Um, A terrain marker is something that is placed on the board, correct? Or is it just any printed blocking? Let me look. Hold on. Because you can only place three terrain markers. Mm. No, I think it's. Is it any? Is it anything on the map? I could be wrong. If Dan was here, he could tell me. He's the rules guy of our team. But um, I thought a terrain marker was like a object or a terrain you actually placed on the map and it wasn't something that was like printed on the map could be completely wrong no no i believe uh, terrain marker would count as you know blocking i'll have to look into that because then that seems broken because then yes anyone that can destroy blocking just walks through a couple walls and they come out turn one well it's no it's any time you know one or more is broken yeah so like within the same action if you break four that only counts once so then, okay, how would you get them out on turn two then? One comes well, off, that goes to five. Let's say you sidestep. Sidestep. And you break and you break one, so right? That's down to four. And then you would charge. That's the three. Break another. And then you would um, destroy. So your charge would be, you know, your your move. And then close is free. And then you attack a wall and destroy a wall. That's two. And then, I mean, there's got to be something that one other character can just break a wall. Yeah. And then the next turn, you remove one in the beginning of your turn, and then he's out. That's just very... They're out. Yeah, I guess. That just seems a very weird mechanic, to be honest. I understand what it is, like they're being freed from the Phantom Zone. But it yeah. is. I think it's I think it's so cool. I but yeah, like stuff like this is to me. It's like they're getting more comic accurate and creative and wacky and out of the box. And I know people, you know, like no, you know, everybody talks about, you know, oh my gosh, look at this amazing meta figure. And it's like, well, when you go to your locals, is that really what you're playing? Yeah. And I mean, at my locals, they bring busted crap all the time, and I hate it. And I sometimes will 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 bring it too, just because I'm sick of losing when I bring some fun team. And then they bring out like eight mechanics and they're like, okay, because of this, you can't do this. Because of this, you can't move. Oh, and you're minus three attack and you have a mobile and you can't equip 
and I win. And then I'll just bring some, like I brought a busted Thanos um, with the Cosmic Cube killbox team. Ah, yeah, I love that one. So I had Scarlet Witch just shut or uh, shut off powers, oh. and then I had Deathstroke do his um, pulse wave, and then I had two big attackers, and I would just keep bringing over, and I'm like, see what it feels like. Uh, speaking of, we did have someone pull the Ultra Chase edit pre-release just now, uh, going for uh, the low, low price of four hundred dollars, or can be wow. delivered at World. So congratulations wow. to this guy. That's awesome. Um, but no, I do like them. I, they feel very, if you remember from the Captain America, oops, sorry about that. If you remember from the Captain America set where it was the Captain America trapped in ice and then Wolverine trapped in the uh, test tube, how you had to wait like four turns for them to come into the field. That's very esque for me for this set. Yes, absolutely. I love that though. Yeah. I like those cool mechanics. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited for the set. Yep. I think it's going to be a very, and then here someone pulled the, uh, the deceased Batman only for a hundred bucks. That is not a bad deal at all, but we are getting off track. Well, they're, they're really, it's, it's one chase of brick on, on average from what I'm seeing. So when you have that, the, the chases tend to be a little less costly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is going to be our podcast for today. I always want to thank everyone for joining us. If you are headed down to world, I hope we gave you something to listen to. And, uh, David, again, thanks for coming on the show and promoting the, uh, hero, your hero clicks event. And I just can't wait for it. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you to everybody, uh, listening, um, who's shown us support who continues to, I can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Yep. If you're on the fence about it, don't be, get your plane tickets get your rooms, get to Florida, but uh good luck. And to- also, oh, I, I want to, um, to, to explain real quick. We have another, um, uh, charity that we are, um, supporting, uh, this year on of Jay Solomon. And it is a, uh, charity for, um, mental health, which I believe is, is very, very, it's a uh, AFSP. So um, I believe it's really, really important. And, you know, somebody who struggles with that myself, um, I'm very excited that we can add something to the mix, Um, you know, that can maybe go a long way. Yep, I love those good causes when the the, uh, Heroclist community comes together for that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Uh, but that is going to be our podcast. Good luck to everybody at Worlds. Like I said, if you can't go and you want to see some of these stuff going down, check out Dial H. They do a great job of it. I know they've been planning this for months, and I'm excited to see what they uh, have to come. Just if they are interviewing you, do not pose for a picture because you will regret that. Uh, yes, but, you will. But uh, have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. And remember, not all superheroes wear capes. Some roll dice. Have a good night.